0: To another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast, where comedian Laura Lex—that's me—tries to learn science from her brother Ron. Ron, how many times have you been swimming today?
1: Zero. No adjectives this week.
0: No, I'm really tired. <laughs> just, just straight meat and biscuits today. Yeah, just brother. No fripperies. Just, yeah. just, just my brother. I'm not, not. I've got nothing about you today. Yeah, we've not been
1: chatting much recently.
0: No, um, no, I've been quite busy.
1: You've been busy, I've been busy. I've been in Manchester for work.
0: Yeah, did you go to the cricket? Yeah. Was it good?
1: It was fun um but it was just a weird day cuz uh, so they did the women's cricket and then the men's cricket like an hour and a bit afterwards and so like sat there and watched the whole women's game and you know was chatting to people and stuff and you know I don't know loads about cricket but was enjoying it oh six cool fun um uh but um uh, but then like you had some food and then it was like Oh Christ, another game? Really? <laughs> like we just did this.
0: This is <laughs> um, too much, man.
1: Because yeah, like if it had been two halves of the same thing, then you'd be like, okay, some resolution, like, it's gonna yeah. finish the story that we've started. But it was very much just like, oh, this again.
0: Oh. I'm so jealous that you got to go instead of me. I'd have been brilliant in the crowd. Were you doing the wavy arms for a four?
1: One of the people I was sat with um, described herself as an ex cricket wife, um, and she spent the first third of the game saying, "I'm sure there's arm movements you should do," um, yeah. and then she ended up asking someone, and then she knew them, but I didn't do them.
0: They're very simple. Um, do you did you what, did you still go much when you were little when Dad plays
1: a bit? But I never paid attention.
0: No, no. You'd go and play in the hammock and like try and roam around the whole boundary and stuff. Yeah, but, no, no, no. Yeah. But that,
1: yeah, that's uh, that's a core memory.
0: Yeah, mm, doing the scoring. I loved it when I learned to do the scoring.
1: Mm, no, I was never allowed to do the scoring. I was too young. No,
0: you're too too small and insignificant. Too ugly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: really made me laugh. <laughs> that's good. Who's <laughs> that ugly
1: kid doing the scoring? <laughs>
0: um Ron I had one of the worst experiences of my life today
1: the second swimming
0: the second was it like swimming the cricket thing?
1: like you would like oh fuck we just did this can't no, do it do you again you know
0: what I was really tired between swimmings so because I'm a people pleaser I normally go swimming with two people they couldn't both go at the same time somehow I ended up going swimming twice today because I said yes to both of them um and I wasn't looking I was like oh god why am I going swimming again and then got in the pool it was great it was fine then child of the podcast looks at me and says poo (laughs) she is just starting to tell me when she's done a poo i was like have you done a poo got her out looked in she has done a poo but i thought she's wearing a swim nappy so they're supposed to sort of make it okay right absolutely not mate yeah
1: not to um sidecar parent but they're supposed to like you know to give you time to get out the pool Well, not to let you fucking dive bomb cannonball and
0: (laughs) well we got out the pool because I was like no okay I don't think this is we can't continue to swim we got out the pool then oh my god so much water had got into the swim nappy with the poo that there was just like poo soup sloshing about everywhere. So I like lay her down on the changing mat and then poo soup just starts running up the changing mat all over the place, then swim nappies are pull-ups, which people have now told me, thank you, Carol, rip the sides and take them off like a normal nappy. I didn't know to do that. So I start trying to take it off, but you're basically like trying to take a shit-wet burrito off a wriggling lobster. It was unbelievable how much poo soup was coming out of that nappy and I didn't have another one so that was just our swimming done for the day and I was like literally just paid 10 pounds to get in a pool and then get out covered in shit and have to pretty much industrially clean the swimming pools changing room for them
1: and then not to sound too much like Steven Spielberg but you thought it was safe to go back in the water. You
0: no, that was swim two.
1: Oh, that was swim two. Okay, okay. That yeah, was good, swim
0: fair. two. Yeah, I don't know if we'd have handled swim one, uh, swim two, if that had been swim yeah, one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Fair, fair, fair. No,
0: that was swim two. It was unbelievable.
1: That sounds rotten. Uh, to, oh, it was horrible. to to contrast, I had a lovely day. I bought this ficus.
0: Oh hi, ficus. I've got ficus too. Mine's called Trek. I Oh,
1: Shrek's still going.
0: Yeah. Oh. That big one by Mackie's Daybed. Yeah, that must
1: be like 10 years old now.
0: Mm, yeah, probably more than that, yeah. Yeah, going on yeah. a long time. Yeah.
1: Wow. And there's Fiona Shrek. somewhere as well, right? Or is Fiona no, dead? Fiona died. Uh, Fiona I also... I also... So you you might recognise this pot. That's the pot that the snake plant used to be in. Because I finally... Got round to repotting this motherfucker.
0: Oh, ooh, that's a nice pot, Ron. There is a
1: shop down. I think I've talked about it before. We'll
0: put pictures of this on the Instagram. I shan't.
1: Um, there is a shop down the road um, from my house that, given, I think if I went in in the two and a half, pint, three pints state that I'm in now, I would spend a third of my paycheck. Wow! It's just like everything in there. You're like, this would look good anywhere in my house.
0: You like a, like, Scandi look, don't you? I like
1: a Scandi look. I like nice things. Uh...
0: <laughs> Everyone thinks they like nice things, Ron. Nobody says, like, my taste is shitness.
1: No, that's not true.
0: All right. <laughs> well, anyway, listen. Hello and welcome to the episode. That's what we've hey, had going on. Um, we've got some information. Tomorrow we're going to be an ep- on an episode of Beef Brothers with the Pappies Boys.
1: Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem,
0: call it a beef. That's yeah. We've been solving some beefs, brother-sister beef solving. Um, so listen to Beef Brothers with Pappy's tomorrow if you want an it's extra on the, injection.
1: It's on the Pappy's Flatshare uh, feed. Um, it, they, they do your Flatshare every month, and then in between they do various other things. This is technically a Beef Brothers cold cuts.
0: Oh. What does that mean?
1: Well, because Beef Brothers is one of the rounds in... You've been on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Beef Brothers is one of the rounds in Pappy's Flat Share and then one of the inter-podcasts they do is Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Cold Cuts!
0: Exciting. Yeah. We were very excited to be on it. We had a lovely time. Uh, we want to say thank you to Andrew for your lovely email and it made our day. Um Just you wanted, you couldn't leave a review, and Andrew sent us an approval review. Still leave
1: a review though, mate. Still, like, can't,
0: can't, says he can't. Put your finger out. Podcasts won't let him.
1: Give it, have a go though.
0: Yeah, and if you're listening and you haven't reviewed, listen, we understand not everyone can be a patron. We think most people could, and some of you are dragging your feet, and we see you. Yeah. But, you know, leave us a review at the very least, and a good one at that, because we're very cool and here for you.
1: Andrew sent us a lovely email. Um, basically, he was introduced to the podcast by his friend Rebecca. Um, he he said that he was also um, traumatized by Raggedy, um, and um, he started listening three weeks ago. He's just caught up to the April Fools episode, which <laughs> is what triggered him to drop an email in. Um, uh, you know, uh, long-time listeners know what that means.
0: <laughs> if you're a first-time listener, go back to the beginning and listen through. It's best that way.
1: Yeah. He also um, in the screenshot he sent of uh, a text thread um, with his friend Rebecca, he also mentions the min pins, which we do talk about <gasps> a weird amount.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do we? <laughs> Little Billy.
1: Little what Billy, are what there? are you up to in there?
0: Ugh, horrible. Ugh. Yeah. Um, right, should we do an episode? No,
1: what's wrong? his mind? You can't accuse me of, of of not continuing segments if you then don't give me, if you don't repot me and give me the space to grow my roots into a new segment. What are you doing?
0: There's some sort of, I don't know if it's a spider or a wasp in my fairy lights. I think it's a dead spider. Or a wasp with no wings and too many legs. (laughs) I'll take a picture and send it to you.
1: Horrible. Um, Well, um, what's wrong his mind for this week um, is just that I've been listening to a hell of a lot of Tom Waits. Um, and I think everyone should. He did an incredible run of albums, from Swordfish Trombones through Rain Dogs to Frank's Wild Years. Um, and if you like music that sounds like a pirate singing over the Black Books theme tune, you'll love Tom Waits. Why have you just? Why have you sent me a picture? God, what is that? Hang on! Hang know. on! Hang on! <laughs> What is it, Ron? Oh, it's horrid. That looks like a house spider that's tied itself up and fucked itself. That looks awful.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, then. On with the episode.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Hello, Ron. Ow. Oh, I just clicked my jaw with headphones on and now I can't hear...
1: Gross.
0: Oh, I just found a load of nail varnish that I picked off last time we were recording. Gross. Everything's disgusting.
1: Sorry for calling you a smooth brained toad.
0: What in the last episode, Ron, yeah. there's just like for the Christmas episode. I just want you to go through the entire podcast and apologize for everything you've called me. And that's no, the I Christmas don't want to episode is just, just your your apology. Why
1: would I apologise for any of it?
0: Because you're rude to me, and I'm trying my best. You're not. (laughs) No, but if I was, you should (laughs) apologise.
1: Yeah, but you're not.
0: I'm trying my best to make a nice podcast.
1: Yeah, and we have made a nice podcast. People are always banging on about how brilliant it is.
0: Yeah. Why aren't we playing stadiums yet?
1: (sighs) Because we not already successful yeah this will come out on dave in two years
0: but not with us
1: no 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 like attractive successful people yeah be like can we teach Catherine ryan the fucking gcse because she's canadian and weird and um instead of me it will be i don't know ed gamble and richard iowarde yeah, and I don't know. Joe Wilkinson will be there. Ooh.
0: <laughs> we'll probably watch it and go. Yeah, this is this is this is good. This is how we should have done the podcast. <laughs> no. Well done, producers. You know what um, you're doing.
1: And it will be called. I don't know.
0: I hope they still call it Lex Education. <laughs> 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 Just no explanation to people who've never heard of the podcast.
1: No, because then they'd have to pay us.
0: uh... Ryan our best. That's what they'll call it. Yeah. Ryan our best.
1: Ryan our best. Gamble on that.
0: (laughs) Wilkinson. (laughs) Wilkinson.
1: (laughs) Joe better Ryan your best. Don't gamble.
0: (laughs) It's so hot, Ron.
1: Oh, I'd love to be on Dave's The Home of Comedy.
0: What programme do you want to be on?
1: Lex Education TV.
0: <laughs> you can't talk at all today. You just said Boken.
1: Yeah, but you said Starch about eight times. Very scared.
0: Because you said Starch. Anyway, I'm not going back there. I won't do it. Stop playing with your microphone, you creep. You are such a horrible podcaster. It's so horrible for everybody <laughs> listening to it. Hey,
1: I haven't eaten olives since that. <laughs>
0: that was two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I ate an apple before we started today. Look, here's the core.
1: I ate um, a bunch of rice. Joll off. No, just um, I wanted to make tabbouleh at the beginning tabula. of the
0: week. Tabbouleh. Tabbouleh. Um,
1: At the beginning of the week But um, Aldi didn't have bulgur wheat So I just made it with rice And I've been eating that all week Why are you grimacing?
0: Don't know I just was picturing rice in my mouth And it was too long because I wanted it to be bulgur wheat
1: Yeah (laughs) And then I've had it in my head how everyone's really scared Of old rice all the time Fuck
0: me, I'm so hot Ron
1: I've just been eating old rice all week And not even heating it up And it's been fine
0: I just think rice is, um, rice, you can get bad, um, bad food poisoning from rice. People say that, but it's just, it's never happened. It has happened. I've had it. When? Um, once I had a risotto that gave me food poisoning. When? Um, was when I lived in London.
1: I don't believe you. People didn't eat risotto back in those days. I did. No, you didn't.
0: Yes, I did.
1: I used to go to your house. I didn't, make, house, it. I didn't curly make it. I didn't make it. I had it out. I had, had it curly out. Curly sausages on sesame bagels.
0: I had it out.
1: Curly sausages on sesame. Well, if you had it out, then it would have been fresh, so it wouldn't have had anything to do with the rice. It being did
0: because it was a vegetarian risotto. You can't get it from peas.
1: I don't believe this risotto. story. <laughs> you ate rancid fresh.
0: Yeah, from the BFI. <laughs>
1: At the BFI, you ate pea risotto that made you sick at the British Film Institute.
0: Yeah, on the South Bank.
1: Absolute bollocks. What are you
0: talking about? You sat and watched a film
1: and ate a risotto. No, uh, there's
0: a restaurant there and I had a risotto and then I got really sick.
1: I don't believe you.
0: Well, don't believe me then, but why would I make up this weird story? (laughs) it's because your brain doesn't work great. It's fine. You're
1: not a famous improviser.
0: No, that's why I tell the truth.:
1: Yes, and we I were at the BFI speak the truth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Joe
1: Wilkinson was there.
0: He'd back me up.
1: Um, Joe
0: Wilkinson was my brother.
1: No, you don't. He'd oust you like he did, Poppy Hillstead.
0: <laughs> oh, Deep cut podcast beef.
1: Um Yeah, but everyone falls on Poppy's side on that. I don't
0: really know what happened.
1: You told me about it.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell! I've forgotten. (laughs) This is supposed to be chemistry. Yay!
1: Um, can you remember what we were doing last time?
0: Uh, Rate of reactions.
1: Yeah, and dynamic equilibrium. So we're kind of, kind of go a bit further through that today.
0: All right. If you want to. 5.6.2.2. I'm
1: 2. easy, mate.
0: I'll do whatever you want. <coughs> I'm not
1: really feeling it, to be honest. I find all this stuff really dull.
0: Oh. Um, well, have you made a plan to make it more interesting?
1: I planned some questions to ask you and see how you get on with them.
0: All right. Hey, remember when we did that driving bit and I really knew what I was talking about?
1: Yeah. That's, maybe there'll be more of that in the next physics. you just turn way over there to burp?
0: Yeah, I'm it trying a new still, thing where our podcast is pleasant to listen to.
1: It's still picked up, mate.
0: Oh. <laughs> well, I think the listeners will hear my attempt.
1: Um, okay, so 5.6.2.2, energy changes and reversible reactions. Energy
0: so what, changes.
1: What are the two types of reaction, Laura, when it comes to energy changes?
0: Shock and awe.
1: Didn't even really work.
0: It did. Um, exothermic and endothermic.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So, if we're talking about dynamic equilibrium, as we have been,
0: dynamic equilibrium.
1: What do you think uh, is happening if something is in equilibrium? What's happening to the energy? Is it going to be endothermic or exothermic?
0: Trico, neither. It's balanced.
1: Yeah, exactly. So one direction is going to be endothermic, one direction is going to be exothermic. If it's at equilibrium, then as much energy is getting given out by the exothermic one, is going to get taken in by the endothermic.
0: Don't just fucking talk over me with
1: cat-dog analogies (laughs) while I'm explaining the fucking science.
0: Hang on, explain the science in a minute. Because what I pictured is cat-dog, like sucking a radiator while fire comes, like the dog is sucking a radiator while the cat breathes out flames.
1: And you want to interrupt me to say stuff like that. And and you want me to apologise for insulting you. You can't reference Cat Dog <laughs> in 2023.
0: Yes, I can. And Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life.
1: Cat Dog. Cat One fine dog. day with a whoop and a a baby was
0: born, and it caused quite a stir. I never wolf get Vennifer that middle bit, it's like dog, no something dog. something, no three-eyed frog with a woof and a bird and a little cat dog, cat dog, cat dog, alone in the world was a little cat dog.
1: Yeah, so that's um, energy changes. Hey,
0: you're going to have to re-go back because my brain was a cartoon while that was happening. No. Yes.
1: You say it to me.
0: I don't know what you were saying.
1: <laughs> Explain why no energy's leaving.
0: Because the dog sucks the radiator and the cat... Do
1: it without mentioning cat, dog, or the podcast is cancelled.
0: <laughs> uh, One end of the... End of what? I don't know, the What cell? are you thinking? Whatever's cell? doing this?
1: No, we're doing chemistry.
0: The beaker then is heating up and the other end is losing heat, so it's staying the same.
1: Why are they at different ends?
0: Because that's how I've pictured it now. Well, don't. <laughs> Alright, the middle It's well, all hot, why they hot and cold together Vron, why does it matter where it is?
1: Because you keep specifying your <laughs> <a>
0: location <laughs> Some's hot, some's cold Stays the same
1: <clears throat> But why would And if you want more than that hot?
0: Then you're going to have to explain But why it? would some be hot and some be cold? Because you said some's taken in and some's given away I don't really know what we're talking about, Ron. So it makes it really hard to use the exact right words. Is someone at your door? Yeah. Well, Ron went away to do something else, but now we're back.
1: Um, A builder man arrived.
0: What's he fixing, Ron?
1: Um, Well, there was water coming in through the ceiling in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Um, The wall in my room is just damp All the time And when it rains quite a lot It starts sweating Do
0: you keep spitting on it?
1: No Um, And it just seems like Whoever renovated this place Previously um, Was Potentially just very bad at their job Oh Or they just went with the literal cheapest thing? Should we do a true
0: crime podcast next where we try and find out, like halfway between serial meets cowboy builders and we just find out who did bad jobs on things I, and then punish them?
1: I think you could do a really good podcast just on like fucking landlord exposés.
0: Yeah.
1: Landlords are com. Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. Sack this shit off. No,
0: still do this too.
1: Coming to Dave soon. (laughs) (laughs) Sean Walsh (laughs) comes after you, landlord. (laughs) Sean Walsh still relevant?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's having a comeback, arguably. Funny man.
1: Nice hair. Do you think so? He's got the wavy hair, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I like his hair.
0: Oh, I'll tell him next time I see him. Um, where were we
1: I think it's more of an Acasta thing going after the landlords
0: oh do you reckon Yeah, that he wouldn't be cross when he got there I can imagine Sean getting the anger up that's required
1: I don't know have you not seen that clip of James Acaster recently when he's on the street talking to someone about immigrants no it's really funny. It's just like chatting to this old white bloke and this guy's like, you know, giving it all that about the country being full and stuff. They're just in this deserted town centre and just, <laughs> he just looks around and he's like, doesn't look full. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really funny. Um, right, what were we talking about before all of that?
0: Exothermic and endothermic reactions.
1: Yes, you were explaining to me um, what's going on um so we um we've got a equilibrium reaction happening mm-hmm. let's say um I and mean, the the example that they give is hydrated copper sulfate and anhydrous copper sulfate plus water right hydrated and anhydrous that just means wet and dry ooh yeah um you get this you understand this
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, there's these two things. Basically, you mix some of it in the water. It forms a dynamic equilibrium. Anhydrous, the shift towards anhydrous is endothermic. The shift towards hydrated is exothermic. Explain to me, in terms of the energy, <laughs> what's happening in that beaker. Some. And I'll give you a clue. One reaction doesn't happen in one place and the other action <laughs> happens in another place. It's all happening everywhere all the time.
0: Some heat comes in, some heat goes out.
1: Comes into where, goes out of where?
0: In the beaker, goes out the no. beaker.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: No. Goes in the molecules? Out of the molecules?
1: They're not, well, the sulfate's a molecule, but copper sulfate's an ionic compound, isn't it?
0: Comes in the ionic compound and goes out the ionic compound?
1: Yes, well, it's an equilibrium. So, as much energy as is getting given out, is also being taken in yeah. from the different reactions. Okay, yeah. it's not happening at the top of the glass or the bottom of the glass or the outside or the inside. It's happening everywhere all at once.
0: Everything everywhere all at once.
1: And you get this. Okay. All right, six uh, five point six point two point oh, 3. three points. Then no, <laughs> no, minus eight points.
0: No, I got it right.
1: Minus nine points. For a total of minus 17 points. (laughs) We're going to skip 5.6.2.3. We're going to move straight on to 5.6.2.4, which is higher tier only. All right? Okay. Why are you being a mush?
0: I feel a bit despondent all of a sudden. Why? I think my apple has worn off. I want to come down from an apple. (laughs) Do you want to stop? We can't.
1: Why? Well,
0: because we haven't finished, have we? No. Do you want to just teach and make it fun instead of ragging on me all the time? I wasn't
1: ragging on you.
0: But that
1: seemed to be an area of confusion for you. I know
0: so? I've said 9,000 syllables, but I just mean wet and dry. Oh, who's a little koala?
1: I never called you a koala.
0: You did. You said I'm smooth brain. I called you Koalas a smooth brain toad.
1: Toads. Koalas are cute, and that's not something I wanted to imply about you. So I am cute. <laughs> I wanted to. Cute. I wanted to play homage to your dry, warty skin.
0: Actually, I have really greasy skin, so <laughs> fuck you, Ron.
1: <laughs> greasy, warty skin.
0: Can you just do some more science so that we can end this? Because the problem isn't me, it's you today. Rude. No, true. It's bright. Rude.
1: It's bright in my room.
0: Yeah, just fucking do the science. You're being
1: quite mean now.
0: I'm not being mean. Have I compared you to anything with warts? No. (laughs) Have you? Yes. (laughs)
1: I just wanted to allude to your greasy,
0: warty skin. Can <laughs> just fucking copper? What is the copper doing no, now? We're doing
1: 5.6.2.4. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: just the effect. I
0: hate this new numbers bit. <laughs> Why? Cuz it's so stupid and it's just Can you for go you. eat
1: some food, please.
0: No, just finish the lesson. I've got an hour and eight minutes until the entire family turns up at my house and I've still got to set up everyone's beds. Then you're turning up. I've still got to sort that out. Can you just teach me some fucking science so I can get back to real life?
1: All right, this is called The Effect of Changing Conditions on Equilibrium. It's for higher tier... Don't do your
0: monotone bullshit. Don't do it. Don't do it. What do you want? I want you to turn up with some pep and some desire to understand that I don't find this easy, and to try and teach it to me in a manner by which I can understand it. I had not oscillate between you're a fat piece of shit and hello, this is science. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I
1: came to this record with pep on, pep on, pep, and this has not made you happy.
0: You did not come to this record. With I've been pep on so peppy. Pep. You have not been. I have
1: been, fucking pepping, pep pep, 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 pep,
0: Jack. You have not run.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about equilibrium some more.
0: Whoa, wind that pep down, Ron. That was too peppy. People's earphones just blasted out of their ears.
1: It's just quite hard to be peppy when you're being a mood vacuum on the podcast.
0: I wasn't a mood vacuum until you were so rude.
1: All I said was your greasy, warty skin, (laughs) which is obviously not true.
0: Six times you said it. What do you want me to sit here and do? (laughs) Hoo-hoo-hoo, I am disgusting and thick. (laughs) But, Laura, you don't have any
1: warts.
0: Maybe I do. I've just never told you about them. But then I wouldn't know. But maybe it's hurting me that you're talking about them. But I didn't
1: know they were there. <laughs> now you've disclosed these secrets. I walls. don't have to. Okay,
0: but even if I did, it's not nice to use them against me. They're just normal.
1: I was just calling you a toad.
0: Can you just teach me something? I'm instead? trying,
1: but now you're complaining about the method in which I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, because the method you're doing it by is bullying. Oh,
1: God. I'm going to drink some water.
0: Oh, please. That's what it needs. And high Grunk and Ron. Okay, we're going to talk some more
1: about equilibriums. Um, okay.
0: Like a seesaw. Eep, oop, eep, oop, eep, oop. It's more kind of like. It's more
1: kind of like two train stations, people getting Ooh. trains between them.
0: Huh. Like the little Gatwick shuttle.
1: Yeah, it's a lot like the Gatwick shuttle. And the oh, right. the size and God, speed and nothing, frequency guys. of the Gatwick shuttles going in one direction will shift the equilibrium in one way and vice versa. So, equilibrium is when the reactions in each way are happening at the same rate, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Different reactions have different characteristics in terms of sort of activation energy and the things that make them go,
0: woo. Things that make you go, ooh. So. What's that from?
1: Things that make you go, hmm. I think it's from Brainiac.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be a chewing gum advert.
1: (laughs) No, I'm pretty sure it's Brainiac. Were a side segment along with uh, I Can Do Science Me.
0: I wonder where John Tickle is now.
1: We've done this bit before. We've done a Tickle. Did we find him? We found him on Twitter and he was... uh, Didn't someone tweet at him and he just didn't say anything?
0: Oh, yeah. Fuck you then, John. I'm not giving you air time for a second. Yeah, go
1: walk on some custard.
0: Yeah. What about that other man?
1: Richard Hammond.
0: Was he the other Brainiac one?
1: Richard Hammond presented Brainiac for a long time, yeah.
0: I'm getting confused. What was that one? Scrap Heap Challenge. I'm getting confused with Scrap Heap Challenge. Robert Llewellyn. Yeah. Oh, Scrap Heap Challenge was good, wasn't it?
1: I think out of um, Scrap Heap Challenge's top three shows I'd like to be on. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Let's bring it back to Dave. With Maisie Adams. Yeah, it
1: wouldn't be us, though.
0: (laughs) Josh Widdicombe. Yeah. But we could be contestants. We don't have to be popular for that. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can we'll be that. We'll get it commissioned with. <gasps> Did you know, mom and dad are thinking of applying to be on Bargain Hunt? What? Did you know, mom and dad are applying to be on Bargain Hunt? No, really? Yeah.
1: oh I get to watch them when I'm at the gym. they're always playing Bargain Hunt. Yeah, they. Bargain Hunt so and pointless. Exciting?
0: But Dad's just going to say
1: that thing that he always says about how it's backwards and you should buy stuff yeah. at an auction and sell it elsewhere. Yeah.
0: He'll just go on it and criticise the format to death. Yeah, They'll make him the buddy of the episode. I'm very excited. I think he'll give me the fleece, though, afterwards, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Then they'll redo that on Dave as well. Instead of <laughs> Mum and Dad, it'll be like Vic Reeves and Jenny Eclair.
0: I met Jenny Eclair the other day. I find
1: Jenny Eclair really funny.
0: She's really nice. Yeah.
1: She's
0: really funny. She'd
1: be fucking on our landlord's expose, though.
0: Is she a landlord? Yeah. (gasps) Oh, no.
1: And defends it on, on Twitter.
0: Oh, Jenny. Yeah. Jenny.
1: Jenny. Ron, we're really not doing anything. Me and Jenny and Claire (laughs) go together like peas and carrots.
0: (laughs) Maybe we could do a podcast where you and... We do need Jenny and Claire on the landlord episode, maybe, and you try and change her mind about it.
1: What, you want to catch a predator... To catch a landlord, (laughs) Jenny and Claire?
0: Yeah, you know? And, And we'll just change her mind a little bit.
1: I mean, that could be nice. Um, Jenny Claire, um one of my favourite bits of um, good podcasts, do the right thing. And when asked oh, if um, what she should do in the face of killer Beast she goes, Shall we run and thrash, Michael? Um, that's very <laughs> funny. Very funny. Now that's a that good podcast. was the podcast. saddest
0: thing about the entire pandemic is I was meant to go and do the right thing. Do you remember we were meant to go on it?
1: Yeah, for my birthday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then bloody hell if there wasn't a pandemic.
1: And now they just don't seem to be doing it anymore.
0: No, I think Danielle Ward's doing all sorts of writing and clever things and everybody moved on.
1: Yeah, my experience of
0: podcasting, there's only so much you can do it for free with nobody wanting to make it into something that makes money. Sign up to the Patreon,
1: please. Otherwise Laura will stop. Um uh, Michael Legg's got a new podcast where he's losing yeah, weight. we
0: were meant to be on that, weren't we?
1: Oh, I was talking about a different one. Yeah, we were meant to be on that, but then... Oh, um, let me
0: text Matt. We were meant to do it, and then we had to go away, didn't yeah,
1: we? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that again.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: I'd like to meet Michael Legg.
0: Yeah, you love Michael Legg.
1: you a very funny man. Ooh, Um, oh, I like Beth Black as well. She's good. Yeah,
0: she's amazing.
1: Um, Who's the other person on it? Matt Hoss. It's a name I know.
0: He's a lovely boy. He did all my tacking for two of my Edinburgh shows.
1: I've probably met him then.
0: Yeah, he's delightful. Uh, does is he the?
1: He wears a suit on his Twitter oh, profile.
0: The sweetest boy, probably. He did a show about trying to find love, and now he's in love. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think because of the show, just because he's nice.
1: Yeah, I think I know who that is. Then um, that'd be fun, and it's about music, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I know um, loads about music.
1: I've been playing lots of music recently.
0: Yeah, I need to listen to your song that you wrote. But still haven't listen to it.
1: No, I don't get supported.
0: No, but you haven't read Pivot, so that's okay. I
1: read half of it, you haven't listened to half of the song.
0: <laughs> I think reading half of someone's <laughs> book is actually more of a fuck than reading none of it. So, actually...
1: Well, I wasn't getting any praise for reading it. So. <laughs> I
0: didn't know that you were giving up on reading it.
1: Um, I'll finish it Maybe next time I go on summer holiday
0: Ugh, That'll be never
1: Yeah, life's a grey endless you pit You don't
0: go on summer holidays unless I take you
1: Yeah, life's a grey endless pit Yeah How long have we been recording?
0: Run! you can't have every episode Just for you deflatedly asking how long we've been <laughs> recording that can't be the podcast. It's just you here until you can leave.
1: Laura, yeah? you had an absolute shit fit, so we had to chat about comedy podcasts for ten minutes no, to cool down. we didn't. Down.
0: I'm asking you to teach me science. <sighs> you don't want to do it, and you're trying to shift the blame onto me. I thought that was a
1: nice thing that we just did.
0: It was lovely, but it didn't make me go, oh, cool, that was science. Whoopsie, when I listen back, I'll realise it wasn't. I know we haven't done any content. Fine.
1: Well, basically, the whole thing with this section <laughs> <laughs> that we're going through at the moment um, is talking about something called Le Chatelier's Principle.
0: The, the cat's principle?
1: No, Le Chatelier. He was a Frenchman, a French chemist. Um, let's get some info on Lischidali.
0: No, Ron, just do the science.
1: But no, because no, we have to pad this out a little bit because the science is that if you change the con uh, the conditions of an equilibrium, the equilibrium will shift.
0: Oh, I'm going to write that down.
1: In sciencey words, when a simple system in thermodynamic equilibrium is subjected to a change in concentration, temperature, volume, or pressure, the system changes to a new equilibrium, and this change partly counteracts the applied change.
0: This is like that Newton bollocks again, isn't it? No. It's so obvious. Change a thing, it'll change. Do you
1: think that last part's obvious? Yeah. Explain it to me, then.
0: If you change it, it would be different.
1: And this change partly counteracts the applied change. Explain that to me. Uh,
0: Change is as good as the rest. (laughs) You you said this was really obvious. You change it and it changes the thing and then the act of the thing changing sort of negates the change you made.
1: Explain that to me in terms of concentration.
0: That... Um, You have to think about it really hard if you're going to understand it.
1: Oh, just teach me the science. Don't have a nice You haven't
0: taught me anything. You've just read a fucking sentence and then left me on my own in the wilderness.
1: Yeah, I think if you said it was really obvious.
0: Well, it is. Explain it. Yeah, explain
1: it to me then in terms of temperature. Explain it in terms of temperature then. No, but you made a joke about concentrating on it. Grow up! Stop showing off in front of the listeners.
0: <laughs> Go on then, explain it.
1: No, you said it was really obvious. Explain it's it to me obvious. in terms of temperature. I don't understand
0: it. Explain it.
1: No, work it out then.
0: No, Laura,
1: <laughs> you got to admit that was too far. <laughs> You're a little Bush close to button. the surface.
0: Pushing my buttons.
1: <laughs> okay, so we've got an equilibrium. Yeah. One in one direction, it's going to be an endothermic reaction. In one I'm direction, it's going to be. Shut. Ad- oh, do you want to do it or not?
0: Yes, I do. But I'm also here. I'm picturing a trapeze. Oh,
1: fucking great!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have got an endothermic reaction in one direction and an exothermic reaction in the other direction. If we increase the temperature, what's going to happen to the equilibrium?
0: It will change. How? Up.
1: What does up mean? <laughs>
0: What was it? What?
1: We're increasing the temperature. What's happening to the equilibrium?
0: It's getting hotter. It's not in no, equilibrium. No,
1: think it through.
0: I am thinking this it through. This change
1: partly counteracts the applied change. It's
0: getting colder.
1: How is an equilibrium getting hotter or colder? Which way is it moving, Laura?
0: Backwards.
1: What does oh. that mean? I don't
0: have a clue. <laughs> What you're
1: talking about? <laughs> See, this is, thing, this is The thing is that you ask for this and then you're just like <laughs> <laughs> Equilibrium? No, it moves in the endothermic direction, taking in the energy, decreasing the temperature. You get okay.
0: that? Okay.
1: Does that make sense? Okay, then let's apply this to let's say that we've got an equilibrium. On one side it's one molecule, on the other side it's three molecules. It's just like it's like a degradation reaction. It's something breaking down. If we increase the concentration, which way is the equilibrium going to move?
0: Endothermic. Why? Because Why
1: would I have mentioned the other things that I mentioned (laughs) if that was the answer?
0: (laughs) Three molecules.
1: So we've increased the concentration, and you think it's going to shift to the three molecules one because, or are you just guessing?
0: Because you've increased the concentration, so more is happening.
1: This change partly counteracts the applied change. That's what you need to hold in your head.
0: One molecule.
1: Are you saying that because it's the, what you didn't say before or have you applied some thought?
0: It's what I didn't say before.
1: Why is it one molecule?
0: Because it should be three molecules, but this is topsy-turvy land.
1: Why should it be three molecules?
0: Because if you're concentrating more, you're more effective, you'll make three molecules. But can't you but see
1: that moving it towards the one molecule is going to counteract an increase in concentration?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It should be three.
1: Why should it be three?
0: Let me finish (laughs) the sentence!
1: I really want to stop. I like you less than I did an hour ago. All
0: right, then. Well, good for you. Merry Christmas. See you later. No, finish explaining. No, apparently you hate me.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) let's stop then.
0: I don't think you should come over today. All right. Are you really You're just ending the podcast like this? I'm you said opposite.
1: okay. I said finish your explanation.
0: Because more concentrating would be having three molecules, but it does the f- it does the opposite. So you work out what it logically should do and then choose the other one. One molecule.
1: I don't think your working there is quite right. It's not about what it logically should do because it's an equilibrium, so it's doing both all the time. Mm. It's about the concentration and things bumping into each other. Think about it in terms of particle theory. Mm. Right, what about volume? We increase the volume. Which way is the equilibrium going to go? One particle or three?
0: Three. Why? Because there's more molecules.
1: Why are there more molecules?
0: Because we increase the volume.
1: What does increasing the volume affect
0: the size?
1: You're not thinking, you're oh, yeah, just talking. Think.
0: I'm not thinking so Because if I was just talking, I'd have gone, how loud it is, boop, 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 boop. But instead, I sat here really quietly and thought, and you're still rude. I'm
1: really sorry, but I think you can see why I mistook what you said for nothing.
0: I don't understand what you mean by three-in-one molecules. What do you mean? So let's
1: say we've got chemical A on one side of the equilibrium, yeah. And that breaks down into chemicals B, C, and D. However, chemicals B Did you hear
0: my tummy then.
1: Chemicals B, C and D. It sounded
0: like Ferris Bueller's day off. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: no, we have to stop. We have to we simply must stop.
0: Fine, I don't even care about chemical B, C and D anyway.
1: Alright, see you for the quiz.
0: Bye. You're right, Ron. We do need to do a quiz. Call back to an intro from three weeks ago.
1: woo Yeah, um, chemistry.
0: Mmm, cat dog.
1: You weren't listening a lot.
0: I was.
1: We argued a lot.
0: Doesn't mean I wasn't listening. Were you listening? Yeah, what cat dog. What does that mean? Equilibrium.
1: Yeah, what's the definition of an equilibrium?
0: Samesies. <laughs> Um, a reaction that is putting out what it's taking in. Same energy going in and out. Reached a balance of energy intake and outtake. Output. Energy outtakes. Just outtakes falling over and getting their lines wrong. <laughs> An ostrich eating the microphone. There.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. (laughs) Pool marks. Isn't it? No. Um, It's two reactions that happen and then they're going back and forth at the same rate.
0: Oh, I don't think we talked about that. We did.
1: What's an example of an exothermic equilibrium?
0: No such thing. Trico, because if it was exothermic, it wouldn't be an equilibrium.
1: Well done. Yes, that is correct. One mark. Ding. Ding. What is L'Echtelier's principle? Don't play with that. That's bad for noise.
0: Oh, you can talk. What does that mean? Olives.
1: I don't eat olives when we're (laughs) recording anymore.
0: Um... I remember the name because it made me think of Chevalier that guy from history
1: I can just hear your dog flapping her gums in the background all the time, it's <laughs> she's horrible doing
0: mouth chutneys she's got dry mouth, she just did loads of running around leave her alone yeah, she's doing an impression of you eating olives
1: it was much louder <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chevalier's principal. Skinner yeah, I did think of that joke, but too late. If I'd snap come up with that, it would have been really funny, but uh, it was a big pause while I just stared at you in horror. Jersey Jeff? Can I have my book to have a look?
1: Yes, but you, you get a third of the mark. No!
0: Uh, uh, hmm, where are we? Episode 63 these days. A change the conditions of an equilibrium, the equilibrium will shift. No. That is what I've written down.
1: You're right, that is right.
0: <coughs> what is it then?
1: It will shift to counteract the change that you make.
0: So it will shift?
1: To counteract the change that
0: you make. Oh, just because I didn't say all of it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if I ask you for the recipe for a cake and you stopped halfway through before it went in the oven, you haven't made a cake, have you? It's not my fault you didn't write it all uh, down
0: <laughs> you probably you... talk too quickly
1: you bang on about that book all the time but how would increasing the temperature affect an equilibrium
0: it would shift to counteract the change in equilibrium
1: Mm-hmm. counteract the change in equilibrium yeah what does that mean
0: vulgar Give out some energy. All
1: right. Would that
0: help? Yeah, a balance. So again, equal shifting. Okay, no. <laughs> Come on.
1: Again, social cues. Would I... I was
0: looking at you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I've increased the temperature. You think it's going to shift to give out energy. Yeah. And that's going to counteract an increase in temperature.
0: Yeah because if it's getting hotter and
1: listen to my tone ah! <laughs> it's getting hotter so we're putting more energy out that's going to stop doing this that's going to make it hotter isn't it getting hotter doesn't counteract anything wait increase are you heating
0: it up or is it giving away more energy i don't understand <laughs> yeah
1: the temperature has increased yeah so it's not going to shift and give away more energy, is it? Because Why? that's going to increase the temperature even more.
0: No. It would decrease. <laughs> if something's hot and it gives away an energy, energy, it's going to cool down.
1: But it's in a, happening in a closed system, isn't it?
0: I don't know. All of these things happen in a closed system. Oh, you didn't say that.
1: <laughs> You're wrong. Fine. <laughs> that's the end of the quiz. <laughs>
0: That was dismal failure. Yeah,
1: I think you got one out of four. Piss. And that was identifying a trick I'm not even answering <laughs> something.
0: That's not the same as being right. Yeah. yeah. I knew I'd fuck that up, though, because I didn't make any notes. So we just had no, a nice chat. You
1: stopped halfway through the sentence <laughs> than the one note you did make. You yeah. wrote Gatwick in a fancy font.
0: That looks cool, actually, doesn't it, that sign? I might sell that to Gatwick Airport.
1: Why did... Why?
0: Were we talking about Gatwick? I don't think so. Yeah, we were talking about the shuttle train. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> that episode, man. I, uh, I text you when I was listening to that. I was putting away Child of the Podcast's clothes and I had to stop because I was listening to myself earnestly talking to you about three molecules... And I knew from the tone of my voice that I firmly believed I was giving you the correct answer. And even me listening back to myself trying had no idea what I was trying to say.
1: The thing about that episode is that I think it was one of the weaker performances from me, to be honest. I don't think my explanation of some of the equilibrium stuff was as good as some of my other explanations of things. I hadn't put in a lot of effort before the episode. Um, but, it's nice
0: to hear you admit that, but, Ron.
1: I admit that every week. Uh, but still, you came off worse.
0: <laughs> I think the listeners will disagree, but that's fine. Um, big news, Ron. There's a Patreon episode out this Friday. What?
1: A Patreon episode for this podcast?
0: Yes, buddy. That must cost
1: £100 a month, surely, to sign on it's... to more content from this
0: Mate, what we do is it's less than a pound a week to support this podcast that comes out every week and get a bonus episode. It's only £3 a month.
1: But that couldn't make the people that make this podcast any money at all. How can they sustain doing that?
0: They can't, Ron. They've got maybe four months left before they have to jack it in because it just isn't worth the time and effort.
1: Bloody hell.
0: Yeah, Ron. What could stop
1: them from jacking it in?
0: Um, if more people signed up, that would be good. Or we just hike the
1: prices right up. I do work in SaaS software. That is the way that you do it. You start really low, and then when people get dependent on it, you jank the prices right up.
0: Ron, I just think anybody dependent on this podcast, (laughs) like dependent, that's not right. You shouldn't need this (laughs) for anything. No. Well, anyway, this week... Those beautiful people that help keep this magical little corner of the internet alive by subbing us about seventy p a week—they're um, getting an episode uh, where we visit the library and talk each other through our favourite books. It library was week,
1: one of our more amicable episodes. It's a lovely listen. Um, it's a Horlicks in your ears.
0: Because mm, I think in the Discord they're putting together a spreadsheet of all of the insults ever used on Lex Education. And Those I know that cats will contribute
1: do things like Rats
0: are on. They're rats. Those
1: crazy rats do things <laughs> like that.
0: Also, look, we've had a ticket update for the London
1: podcast. (laughs) You
0: fucks need to buy some fucking tickets, (laughs) you fucks. Yeah,
1: it's in fucking London. We know loads of you cunts live there. Can you just come down? It's like central. It's easy to get to. It's not that much.
0: (laughs) The one thing we've asked you to do except support us on Patreon, you can't even be fucking asked to come. Just buy a ticket. Yeah. Buy a ticket. It's crass. I'm sick of you. Otherwise buy a it's, fucking ticket. It's gonna
1: be one of the most galling experiences of No,
0: we're just gonna cancel it, Ron. We're just gonna cancel it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need like so. three times as many, so
0: Yes, we do, Ron. If you're already Isn't coming, really?
1: bring a friend. And if that friend hasn't already brought a friend, bring their friends.
0: Yeah. This needs to become a pyramid scheme. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah so uh, i'll hug everyone there
0: i won't but i will smile while ron has to Lord do give it because i know how uncomfortable kiss. he'll be <laughs> i won't um but i will show you my bear bum
1: <laughs> laura's won't. bear bum and a hug from me at the same time <laughs> you'll stand in a line i'll hug you all and over my shoulder a, a, a small moon will appear
0: It's not small. (laughs) Uh, Right, we're going to say thank you to some patrons. We've got some beautiful patrons.
1: And please, you want to be on this list. You must be on this list. In fact, actually, if right now, don't sign up to the Patreon for three months. Spend that money on coming to the London Podcast Festival Mm. in September. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. Think of us like one of those pandas in China that just depends on the kindness of people to survive and just buy a ticket or we will go extinct
1: me and laura chewing on grass <laughs> with teeth mowly adapted to it yeah anyway mowly, mowly.
0: i've never said mowly before i
1: don't know if it's a word but it, it made sense um laura you go first this no one.
0: you go first you go
1: first because you need to say the last one
0: but I want to do the middle one.
1: OK, I'll do the first one and the third one then. Um.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can do the second and third one if you
1: like.
0: <laughs>
1: the register. You not
0: giddy. Anne
1: Paramore, we'd love to say thank you to lovely Anne, who is the casting director for Joe Better Be Ryan Your Best. Don't gamble on that. Her desk is completely empty apart from crossed-out pictures of Laura and Ron.
0: Thanks, Anne. Thanks for overlooking us. Thank you to Lawrence Roberts.
1: You can't... Wait, wait, wait. You can't actually be offended by... I'm not you sounded quite choked up then.
0: I was burping, sorry. I right. was burping.
1: You sounded actually a little bit upset that Anne has looked over <laughs> us for a show we invented and a job we imaginarily gave her.
0: Anne, why don't you love us, Anne? What did we poop poopity do to you? Um you Thank you to be. Lawrence Roberts. Why are you shaking your head, Ron? Boop, boop, that was a conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a conversation we had in a car.
0: Yeah, but I feel like people that listen to this bit of this podcast are probably Adam and Joe heads.
1: I didn't even get it, and I was in the fucking conversation. Move on. Talk about Lawrence.
0: Lawrence is a visionary veterinary scientist who invented the procedure for separate cat dogs. It is only a coincidence that they also own majority shares in the world's largest pet wheelchair company. Nice work, Lawrence.
1: Thank you. And finally, a massive stinky brown thank you to Sebastian (laughs) Cutter, who shits in the risotto at the BFI.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Sebastian. You're the best.
1: And as a side note to that, can we get a hell yeah from everyone that thinks that that story was bullshit?
0: (laughs) Why would I make that up, Ron?
1: I don't know. What do you think
0: I got food poisoning from? Then I don't.
1: I don't think you got risotto at the BFI. That's no, you didn't.
0: I did. Why (laughs) wouldn't I have? Because it's a cinema. There's a restaurant. The one on the South Bank has a restaurant.
1: Bollocks it didn't We'll go happen. together. We'll it's... go
0: together after the London Podcast Festival. We will go to the BFI together with all the listeners that dinner. come.
1: We'll be able to fit around three, <laughs> maybe four tables,
0: and we're all having the risotto.
1: <laughs> we're gonna go shit our brains out on the side of the river
0: wearing swim nappies.
1: Poo soup. Goodbye. Class dismissed. Mm.